Thanks for tuning in to Organic Matters. We're going to begin this week talking about compost for the garden. I have a good friend, I'll give you his first name, Eric, that has really set up a nice garden and he really works at it. But I noticed, and he and I were discussing, his new plants he's trying to get kind of started for his fall and winter garden are just, they're just languishing. They're not dying, but they're, they're not flourishing. It's got to be a nutrient problem as far as I can tell. And he does use compost. He's very faithful at it. But what he and I discussed, and it may be a problem for a number of us, that's why I decided to talk through it a bit, is what is the quality of the compost you're actually using. Because if you get unfinished compost, folks, it actually initially takes away nutrients, especially nitrogen, away from the surrounding soil in order for itself to break down. Yes, eventually it comes back and feeds your plants. But that's not what you want. You want to be sure you're getting completed compost material to add to your garden, especially in the fall of the year. So I guess the beginning question is, is compost worth the effort? So I'm going to give you a dozen or so pros and cons so you'll know both sides of the story that you really should know as a part of your regular gardening methods. In a nutshell, pardon the pun, the composting process actually allows you to transform food scraps into fertilizer for your plants, of course, in your garden. It's also one of the most eco-friendly ways to dispose of organic waste. Environmentally friendly food waste disposal is really more important than ever, especially here in the United States. The FDA reports that the United States discards more food than any other country in the world at almost 40 million tons annually. Unfortunately, this discarded food is usually just left to rot somewhere in landfills and never, never be recovered and reused. By composting, you can save your food from the landfill, dispose of it safely, and shrink your carbon footprint. All good stuff, folks. That being said, composting often requires some time, energy, and of course, a little bit of money. If you're new to composting and you aren't sure if it's worth it, uh, give a listen to these pros and cons and We'll try to determine if composting is worth your time. Let's first discuss some of the real pros and cons that come with the task. Being the eco-nerd I am, the first thing that comes to mind is that it minimizes greenhouse gas emissions. Well, you might think your little composting project's not much. Think of it times millions of people that could do it. A lot is said about how eco-friendly composting is, but the question really is, why exactly is composting good for the environment? When you throw food in the garbage, folks, it usually ends up in a landfill somewhere. It's deprived of oxygen in that pile of mess that it's in, which quickly leads to rotting. When food rots, it produces greenhouse gas called methane, Incidentally, far stronger than CO2, folks, for, for when it's in the air. Methane emissions are no joke, as it's one of the biggest contributors to climate change and to global warming. Actually, folks, if you're passionate about living sustainably and really reducing your carbon footprint, compost is, is really almost a must. The reason? Methane-producing microbes aren't active when met with oxygen. Given the most composting methods involve oxygen, this prevents your foodstuffs from producing large amounts of methane as it breaks down. I do want to mention as a little tip, though, because I'm going to talk about another form of 
of what I would call composting down the road, and that's called Bokashi. It's a whole other story. We won't get into it today, but Bokashi does not break into methane, even though it is anaerobic. It creates an acidic environment that isn't survivable for the microbes that produce methane and yet sustains all the energy in your potential compost. Second on my list is it replaces chemical fertilizers. Compost does, folks. I mean, why would you spend money on harm for chemical products when you can make an eco-friendly version right at your own house? Chemical fertilizers do work quickly, but their negative attributes outweigh the positive ones. Unlike compost, they don't improve soil structure or soil health. They're typically made from petroleum products, not a great idea, meaning they're not eco-friendly. They can cause water pollution and they lead to toxic buildup if used long-term basis in your garden. Through the composting process, you actually create your own organic fertilizer that's free of dangerous chemicals like, like chemistry uh, made from petroleum beds like uranium, arsenic, and cadmium. By fertilizing your plants with compost, you don't have to worry about damaging the soil's pH, for instance. It's also important to note that chemical fertilizers are produced in part by fossil fuels, mm, which obviously contribute to global warming. Just think about it. Compost is a great addition to potted plants, to your vegetable gardens, trees, and virtually everything you grow. It helps plants grow stronger by delivering nutrients, nitrogen, potassium, and phosphorus. And if that wasn't enough, compost also improves your soil's nutrient retention abilities. It does that by a, a system that we need to get all to. I guess we'll have to do a couple of these <laughs> little aside shows. It's called a cation exchange capacity. And it is the best way to maintain that capacity way far better than any kind of a chemistry you can buy on the open market. I do want to mention here too, folks, there's only one way that, that you really can learn about your soil's needs. That's by taking a little time to conduct a soil test. Using a testing kit, which you can really find online real easy or in a number of the box stores or anywhere, you can get readings about your soil's pH, kind of important, calcium, phosphorus, nitrogen, everything you need to grow your plants. And they're inexpensive, they're easy to use, and the new ones in the market in the last four or five years are about as accurate as you would get if you sent them off to get that test done. So you can teach yourself, it's not very difficult to do, find yourself a good, reliable soil test online and Check your soil, then you'll know what you need to put into that garden uh, to make it a, a complete growing system. And I should at least mention here, using compost decreases waste sent to landfills. Rotting food in landfills is a real major contributor to global warming. Unfortunately, the transportation of food scraps to these various sites also causes all kinds of significant amounts of water pollution. It's called direct leachate contamination. And it is a danger to the environment and to our health. And it's ever increasing. In a nutshell, I'll try to leachate is a black or brown liquid that comes from hazardous waste. When this waste is transported to landfills, which tend to be many times far from residential areas, obviously, this liquid leaks back into the ground, okay, from the vehicle and from where they dump it and it gets into contact with our ground and surface water. By decreasing that amount of waste being sent to the landfills, we all also help reduce the risk of water contamination from these poisonous leachates. 
If you're an eco-nerd like me, incidentally, if you're looking for other ways to reduce water pollution on your own, refrain from pouring cooking fat, grease oil, and cleaning agents and other chemistry, uh, household chemicals included, uh, down your toilet or your sink. Just don't do it. And a big help to using compost is water absorption. There's more to hydrating your plants than just watering them once a week or so. You can take things further by adding organic matter, again in the form of compost, to your soil to improve its water retention. It reduces a thing called soil crusting, which my friend Eric and I have had a real problem with in the past. Compost can assist with water absorption and penetration into your soil. Better moisture absorption and dispersion will help your plants grow stronger and healthier. And incidentally, when you really get that soil built properly, you, you won't even have to even water quite as often. And the tip here also is other ways of improving your soil's water retention include tilling less, believe it or not, don't till as often, and minimizing the amount of bare soil between your plants. There should be something growing in your soil all the time. Folks, if you want to maximize your upcoming crop yields, you'll want to start composting the sooner the better, as soon as possible. With your own organic fertilizer that you're making, you can promote excellent crop growth by adding nutrients and improving soil structure right there on your property. Results will vary at some point depending on what materials you use to create your compost, but in the end, you're sure to end up with healthier plants in the long run. And healthier plants lead to higher yields, which means more fresh vegetables for you and your family to enjoy. Let's take a minute at least now and mention the negatives, and there are some. First of all, it definitely may require a little more initial investment, although it'll pay you back 10 times over once you've got your compost made because you don't have to buy chemical fertilizers. When you start, if you don't do it right, Another little side effect is you may get some unpleasant smells at first. That can be prevented by composting properly. Have enough base material there, brown and green materials that you can, when you put in your vegetable scraps, your kitchen scraps, they're completely covered. And it'll pretty much eliminate the, uh, the uh, potential smell problem. And the big, well, here's a pro and con. It's a con because it's work. It's pro because it's good for you. What is that called? The labor to do it. It usually involves some work. Well, I think for the most part, <laughs> all of us, more, le more exercise is better for us than less. So consider that. Even though it is a negative, it's really not a negative. And the last thing I do want to bring up, folks, this is why I'm telling you to start early. It can take weeks or months to break down some of this material. So the earlier you start, you, you roll these, you rotate these things. And once you get the system going, you're putting it in one end, essence, the beginning at one start. And then at the other end, the end of the compost, three, six months down the road, you're using it. But that that you put in six months before is now soon going to be available. So it's a win-win situation. So the bottom line, folks... Is composting worth it? Composting is absolutely worth it for anyone who wants to live a more eco-friendly lifestyle, have healthier food, have food right there at your home and grown properly, actually save yourself money. So taking the time to compost reduces the amount of waste sent to landfills and leaves you with a natural fertilizer that can nourish your plants at your home. You know what's in it. There's no doubts. You made it. 
You can also choose a composting method that's suited to your preferences. Some people revert, love the big drums that they use. Uh, I prefer the rotation method of the materials. And, and then my friend Eric came up, I don't know if he came up with an idea or he stole it, but he's going to get some 50-gallon drums. And you fill them up. After they sit a few weeks, it's time to turn them. You roll them over and refill them. Uh, simple, simple. It, it lowers the total energy you have to put out and still gives you excellent compost. Those barrels actually, because they retain the heat, speed up the entire process for you and make it very convenient and very easy to have right there where your garden is. So there's just a few thoughts on why you should compost. Thanks for staying tuned to Organic Matters. <music>